2: The Big Bad Daily Line. Sponsored by the Green Turtle Bet Park's Sportsbooks. This postseason, bet in person at the Green Turtle Bet Park's Sportsbooks. With locations in Canton and Towson, and enjoy the best-in-class sports wagering experience at their state-of-the-art facilities, bringing an unmatched sports betting thrill. 105.7, The Fan. Head away again!
0: of rebounds absolutely huge yes smaller double team this time by new york against kyrie to green yes, sir! what a hit by green but what a sequence of hustle by dallas
3: there you go that's courtesy of Bally sports southwest so one of the things we talked about on yesterday's show was that I like the Mavericks. And by the way, I had so many people ask me, like, Luka's out and Derek Lively's out. Do you still like the Mavs? The easy answer on most of those would be, like, when I give out my free play, I put a spread by it. In Mm -hmm. most cases. Sometimes with a player prop, I'm not going to because people get it at different numbers. And I'll just tell you what I'm leaning to. But um, So last night I said i like the Julius Randle over points. It was 27 and a half. He had 32. That hit. And I said I like the Mavs. And everybody's like, well, do you still like them with Luka out? Of course, I knew Luca was out. The line didn't move at all. Mm-hmm. So it went from four to three and a half, back to four, and stayed there. With a player like Luca out, if we hadn't known he was going to be out, and then all of a sudden he's out, that would have went from four to probably like nine or ten. Right. You know, like it would have been ridiculous. But it didn't. It didn't have as much to do with um, the Mavericks being at home and this and that. Like it had more to do with the Knicks and their travel. Uh, and who they played like we told you last night was a great spot for the penguins to knock off vancouver they lost in overtime it didn't happen but vancouver is a much superior team and that's why you saw pittsburgh favored by whatever it was minus 125 depending when you got it um but yeah so we missed that one hit on utah and college hoops they blew out ucla by the way that ucla win by maryland it ain't looking so good anymore UCLA looks bad this year. Where I thought they I, were going to be much better, I
4: thought they were too. What's going on out there?
3: I don't know. I like. I don't know if they're just unhappy with with Mick. What, what's happening? Like the yeah, it's, it's not it's good. just at all. ugly right now. Um, but yeah, went three and two. Utah hit, missed on the uh, Charles, uh, college of Charleston. Elon over, uh, hit the Mavs and hit Julius Randle over points for my top plays. Had some other hits in there, and some swings and misses. Under in the Maryland game, under in the Chicago Winnipeg game, they hit. Uh, the over in the William & Mary game didn't happen. Um, Stanford won in overtime. So, like, there was uh, some interesting spots last night. Overall, a winning night. We'll take it. And where are we going to look today? So, in the NBA, it's it's kind of, it's a really light night. There's two NHL games. Mm-hmm. Not a lot of great college basketball games. Here, let me do this while I'm uh, going to pull this up here. Here we go. All right, so. For college hoops tonight, like, you have some household names, like Minnesota's at Indiana. Um, yep, that's it. So there's your house. No, Nebraska's at Iowa. We have two Big Ten games. Uh, DePaul at Villanova, more of the household names. Boise at Nevada should be a good game tonight. But it's a lot of Manhattan Rider, Jacksonville, North Florida. You get what I'm saying. I'm not. It's just not like, I don't think for your viewing pleasure, that you're going to all of a sudden go out there and go, oh, I got to bet on this. I got to bet on that. I'll tell you this much. I do like the Boise over. That's a late game. It's at 140 and a half right now. And I do like Duquesne over Dayton. Dayton's been kind of been a darling for me because they play good defense. They slow it down. They're a tough team, but I love this spot for Duquesne to pull off what some might deem to be a minor upset. Uh, They're nine and five. Dayton's 12 and two. Duquesne's minus one and a half. Uh, Very telling to me. I like this spot. So, In the NHL, I kind of like Minnesota over Philly, but I'm not making an official play right now just because of where the slate's at. Let me finish this up with the NBA because I do think we have some interesting stuff tonight in the NBA. First off, let's start with the 263 total we had with Pacers and Hawks earlier this week. And we loved it. It went over. It scared the hell out of you because the Hawks shot like absolute crap. Yeah, They played terrible. The only person on their team that played well was DeJounte Murray. And just to be honest, he didn't even play that well. He just looked so much better because the other guys were so bad. And it still went over the total. So now there's no Tyrese Halliburton. The totals dropped 11 and a half points to 251 and a half right now. As much as I want Halliburton in because he's special. The pace does not change with Halliburton out. I agree with the, the total dropping. I don't know if it should have dropped almost 12 points. But this is definitely an overplay for me. Both these teams are going to be up-tempo. With Nemhard
4: in there, with TJ McConnell, the ball still moves. So what you're saying is the pace is not the pace because of him. He benefits from the pace. Yes. He's he's the perfect guy to have in there with it. Um, But when you
3: watch this offense move with McConnell, Nemhard, Benny Mathurin coming off the bench, Buddy Heald when he's in there, it's still pass, 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 drive, kick, pass, pass, open shots, three-point shooters. The same guys are shooting the shots or knocking them down, whether it's Jalen Smith, nee Smith, Like These aren't necessarily household names for a lot of people. People mm-hmm. here know Jalen because Sticks went to Maryland and yeah. Mount St. Joe's. But what I'm saying is they don't care. The open shooter is going to get the shot, and it doesn't matter who it is. Um, and I always mention this when... When Isaiah Jackson comes in the game, man, he can fill it up quick. That guy's so much fun to watch. Super athletic. Uh, but I'm still on the over there. I'm going to take the over. The other over that stands out to me is the Spurs and the Hornets at 2:39 and a half. You can definitely look at scary Terry Rozier, who's been shooting the hell out of the ball since LaMelo Ball went down. And I like the heat tonight against the Magic. They're minus 3.5. One other thing to point out is if you haven't been watching, um, go look at Paolo Bencaro, what he's been doing since uh since some of the injuries there. The usage has all gone his way. Um he's dropping fifty burgers, meaning like putting up fifty fantasy
4: points on
3: a nightly basis. I liked
4: I loved him when he was at Duke was it one year? Yeah. He just he just had it. Yeah, he knew he had it. Tough player, I yeah. think. I think
3: uh I think the Orlando team, they're a little bit further behind than the Thunder. That Thunder team's a problem. Orlando's going to be there in a year or two. Yeah. But they need to package like two or three guys for one player. They have a long jam of similar type yeah, players. Yeah. The same thing the Hawks have with
4: wings. But there you go. By the way, UCLA lost eight out of nine. They look so bad right now. They lost 90 to forty-four. By the way, Utah. you brought it up to me during a
3: commercial break. The Thunder beat the brakes off mm. of the Portland Trailblazers last night. So much so that in-game... You could have taken Portland plus 60 and a half. <laughs> it's an NBA game. The game, the two of the games were, they were big blowouts last night. The TNT just said, now nah, we're good. They went to commentary. They went away from the game in the fourth quarter and said, people would rather watch us talk than watch us hard. They went away game. from
2: all the games. Yes. They're like, uh, Knicks, uh,
3: that's a blowout. And that's a blowout. Okay, all right. So we're just going to talk instead. It's a better show. (laughs) I don't want to watch the Thunder beating someone's ass or whoever
4: it may be. I'd rather watch Charles Barkley and Shaq break it down. Rick Ritter joins us at 9.30. On the other side, our girl, Melissa Kim, joins us. Oh, shoot, I guarantee you this, Jeremy. I got breaking news for Melissa Kim. I'll give it to you right now. She will not pick the Ravens this weekend.
1: Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today.
4: 917 in the a.m. Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. Joining us right now, our girl Melissa Kim. Good morning to you, Melissa.
5: That is my theme song. I appreciate it. Shout out Joe, per usual, as always. <laughs> oh
4: Good goodness.
5: morning, guys. How are you?
4: How come you just can't say hi back? How, yeah. Why you got to have giving shout a out commentary himself? before you just say hi?
5: Do you want me just be high be basic then? I'm not a basic person. You know this. Oh, I thought you were going to say told something else. else didn't yeah.
4: yeah.
5: <laughs> what?
3: We thought okay. you were going to say I ain't no basic bitch, Rob. <laughs> That's what we thought you were going
5: to say. Listen, I don't I, I can't swear on the radio. Stop. Yes, oh you my gosh, stop. Nobody's listening. Okay, well, I will not. Uh, my mom listens to this, you know. I can't I can't be swearing for my mother. So. Your mom, your mom listens? Sometimes. Yeah, most Hi, of the time. Mom. Yeah. Hi mom. How you doing? <laughs> <laughs> tell
4: us all about Melissa. Give us all the embarrassing things about Melissa.
5: Listen, I was I was a pretty good kid. I would say up um, until about like high school, and then I got a little rebellious. But anyways,
3: that's that for a that later you, time. You want to tell us what years those were?
5: No, absolutely not. If <laughs> <laughs> any folks out there have daughters, I'm sure you know what age that is. Anyways. <laughs> yeah, I've
4: got I had two of them. Melissa, give yeah. me... Give me <laughs> Out of the six games that are being played this weekend, if you only had to watch one, only could watch one, which one and why?
5: Listen, they actually crossed you up, didn't they? No, you did I didn't expect that. I thought you were gonna just ask me about talking to Dalvin Cook and stuff like that. But um honestly, I'm kind of interested in the Browns Texans game. That is though I know everyone's like talking about the Chiefs, talking about the Bills, like whatever, but I'm interested to see Playoff Joe versus C.J. Stroud. That is the one that I am definitely honing in on for sure. Um, so that's definitely my pick. I mean, look, I know we all love Joe Flacco, right? But, like, there's been some predictions floating around and people are like, oh, God, what if Joe Flacco has to come into M&T Bank Stadium with the Browns, you know? So that is definitely the one that I am watching for sure. I'll be watching all of them, but definitely that one. What t-
3: what type of shot do you give the Steelers? The The Bills have been playing great football since uh, Sean McDermott's 9-11 speech. Um, <laughs> yes, but, yeah. but, you know, you look at a Steelers team that's going up north, bad weather, and playing without T.J. Watt, what type of shot do you give
5: them? I, if there was one team, it's interesting that you say that, because if there's one, I was asked the other day, if there's one team that you'd be scared of out of all the teams that are playing this weekend right now, who would it be? I said the Bills, because they always get hot late. They know how to play in all kinds of conditions, obviously being in Buffalo, that is the one team that they've had success late in the season and they know how to play in January if you look at their past records. So that is the one team I am absolutely, definitely uh, putting an asterisk next to as to keep my eyes on to come here.
4: Melissa Kim joins us. Now, Melissa, I do want to ask you about what you thought I was going to ask you about, and that is (laughs) Dalvin Cook. Um, What are the chances that we see Dalvin Cook suited up? Uh,
5: oh, I think they're pretty week. high. Okay. Yeah, I think they're pretty high. So um, I actually talked to him one-on-one in the locker room yesterday. I kind of grabbed him before everybody else did. Um, he's like so lovely, by the way. Uh, he's obviously really excited to be here with Lamar. Apparently, he talks to Zay Flowers pretty regularly, and Zay's been telling him what it's like here. I would say it's pretty. I would say they're pretty high. I would give him a pretty good chance. Because the one thing that he said about being here right now, he's like, it's definitely very different because I actually get the chance to learn something instead of just going out there and, you know, doing it off the top of my head. So he's getting a chance to learn the playbook for two weeks, getting a chance to know what you're doing. So he's like, that usually allows you to play free. So he's like, I'm just trying to get to that point where I know the playbook really, really well. So I can just go out there and be me, as he says. So I would give him a pretty high chance.
3: All right, so let's talk about Lamar then. Uh, you know, I I fully expect him to run a bit more in the postseason. What are your thoughts? Do you think we see more of that? It, it seems like it was something that wasn't as designed this year outside of making decisions on read options or what have you.
5: Yeah, no, for sure. Um, and even on those options, the, normally we would see Lamar scramble and, you know, zigzag across the field, you know. those are the, That's the Lamar of old. But I think that he has become so mature and poised in the pocket that he is, been patient and waited for some of those plays and those routes to develop so they can get the ball down the field I think that that is something that Lamar has done extremely well this season and hey a lot of these guys talk to a lot of the linemen and I ask them about this pretty regularly and they're like hey if it works it works you know what I mean if throwing the ball down the field um, works more than Lamar taking off then that's what we're going to go with whatever's been working Um, that being said I know that in terms of running back depth with the loss of Keaton Mitchell and then Melvin Gordon, not, I think, playing to what he or the team expected to, I think that there could be a chance of maybe Lamar taking off a little bit more, but um, I would not completely expect the game plan to turn around completely from what it's been this regular season.
4: Well, no pressure on you this week because the Ravens don't play, so we're we're going to ask you for a prediction.
5: Well, that's good. I will will just be watching the what?
3: Who are they going to play next week? That's my that's what I want. Predict something for crying out loud. Uh, Do we get Flacco here? Do we get the Texans, Steelers, Bills? I kind of want to
5: get I mean, is this horrible? Am I a masochist if I want if I want to get Flacco in here?
4: Yeah. Why is that a masochist?
5: I don't know because like then, like, you know, because uh, like I'm afraid of Flacco. No, not oh. saying in that sense. I'm saying in the sense of like, you know, obviously I know Joe has a very, like, you know, he has a soft spot in a lot of people's parts in this town, mine included. And, you know, he's, in a, he's a, not just on another team right now, but he's on another division team. And so, I don't know. Um, but no, I think it'd be really fun. I think it'd be absolutely, so much fun to have Flack on the Browns in here. And obviously for the Ravens to win, but, you know. All right. That's my prediction.
3: So, Melissa, are you? Uh, I don't know. Is the can we even ask? Are you going to Vegas if the Ravens should go? I would
5: like to. Okay, I'm just I'm just throwing that out there because okay. Melissa
3: Melissa Kim in Vegas could be a problem.
5: What are you talking about? I am extremely well-behaved. I'm not out in them streets, no, all right? No, calm no, no. down. Joe Joe, said, just said, Calm
4: down. She Joe, told
5: you to calm down.
3: Joe just told <laughs> me in my ear that your mom called in and told us some of the crazy things you did in high school, and Vegas is not a good idea <laughs> for you. That's a
5: lie. That's a lie. I've actually never been to Vegas before. Have you guys been? Yes.
4: I have. Yes. A couple times. <laughs>
5: That's just like not really like my cup of tea. If I'm going to go on vacation, I'm going to go to like a beach and like not talk to people and like enjoy the sun. You know, like in terms of like vacation.
4: I got
3: thrown out of a strip club in Vegas because a guy in our party was snorting coke off of a bathroom toilet paper dispenser in the men's room.
5: That's... I'm not that surprised at all. I, I'm not really shocked. At all. I don't mess
3: with any of that stuff, but that is a true story. As we chased his ass running through the desert like Will Ferrell and old school as he was running through the quad and trying to go to KFC that's where we found him running through the desert to get in the limo uh,
5: get your ass or in it or didn't limo. happen did or didn't happen all right i w- i want proof here we need visual proof it 100% did happen i know it's i know it's
4: friends it happens hey melissa have Thanks. a good weekend
5: thank you you guys to enjoy the game
4: uh, enjoy it, melissa SolarCroyce Encore at 945, but on the other side, Rick Ritter's team plays this weekend. The Eagles. They actually play Monday. Yeah, I'm going to tell them that when he comes on. Rick Ritter up next
1: on the fan. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you
2: switch.
4: It's official, Antonio, now Michael. It's official. It's Friday. It's over with. Day's almost over. Let's get it done. Joining us right now from WJZ, courtesy of the WGK Law Guest Hotline, he is Rick Ritter. What's going
0: on, Rick? For the rest of my life, when I hear that song, I will think of Rob Law, no matter how old I get.
3: <laughs> Rick, I can't believe Rob picked against your team this week. Beat you to the
0: punch, I'm not surprised. Rob. He's yeah. just trying to. He's just trying to start stuff. That's all it is. No,
4: Jeremy is trying to start stuff. That's why he's laughing. Because I, I picked I pick the him. Eagles. Picked he, picked the- he picked against the team. <laughs> <laughs> he he said he said how much is a uh a uh, some corn?
3: Yeah, how much is corn in Tampa Bay about a Buccaneer? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Rick, Rick, I picked against. Well, you know it. I I mean, look, we I guess we can start anywhere here with these football games, but. Uh, that's that's a, a prime matchup and a game that should be pretty good, and I can't wait to see it on Monday.
0: I mean, look, keep it keep it real. How can you pick the Eagles right now? It's it, How I can did. you feel confident picking the Philadelphia Eagles right now? What have they shown you in the past six weeks that would resemble a team that's about to make a run? Absolutely nothing. Obviously, you're hoping talent on the field, the way that this roster is constructed. Yeah, if they got hot, they could go deep. It's the same team as last year with a few additions, but They have literally shown you nothing over the past six or seven weeks. And it's scheme. It's play calling on both ends of the ball. They're literally, on offense, they're running the same five to seven plays. This is not a joke. Dive in. Watch the All-22. They love wide receiver screens. They love quarterback draws. And they're drawing up plays that are just absolutely horrendous. So, look, I think they're going to keep it close on Monday. Can they win? Yeah, they can win and here's the problem. If they win, it's fool's gold because they're gonna get smoked the next week in San Francisco. There's no ifs, ends, or buts about it. So honestly, I'm hoping they just get it done and over with. Get out, let's get the off season started, let's see what they're gonna do with this coaching staff because I can't be lured back in. I can't be doing this with my health.
4: Well, let me let's back up a little bit We're here with Rick Ritter. I didn't I haven't picked the win. I don't have him pick to go on the run. <laughs> that's the that's, <laughs> that's that's difference, difference, eh? like, difference. Let me set the tone straight yeah, here. I don't, I don't have him pick to go on the run. Hey, let me tell you what happened to the Eagles. See, we can talk Eagles this week because the Ravens don't play. alright I'm going to tell you what happened to the Eagles, and I said this to Jeremy. It's the bully on the playground. He goes around. He beats everybody up, and people get scared of him because he's knocking people out. Even if he doesn't knock you out, he gets you on the ground and beats you up and holds you down long enough for you to submit then all of a sudden somebody comes around and they knock him on his ass he presses himself off then he looks at you ask you why you laughing you knock him on his ass now everybody around you realizes the bully ain't that bad that's what happened to the Philadelphia Eagles they got knocked out twice and it not only ruined it ruined their confidence they begin to question themselves. That's what happened to them. They don't have enough confidence in themselves. And now all the things that went on that individuals didn't like while they were on a run, now it's magnified. Because I'll put up with it when we're winning, but now that we're losing, I'm not putting up with it. So now there's the infighting as well. They are a team that questions themselves. However, they're good enough to go on the road and beat Tampa.
0: Oh, without a doubt. I think you put it great there. It is a mental aspect at this point. You know, You think that you're going to come out of the slump because you go through a brutal stretch of the schedule. They're out on the West Coast twice, and they're like, all right, they're going to come out of this. But now, after getting smoked by the Giants last week, everybody kind of looked at that game like, all right, get it together for at least the first half, get some points on the board, get into a rhythm. You can carry that into the postseason. And then they go out there, and it's the complete opposite. It is 100% a mental game right now. And, look, a lot of these key players, a lot of the core of this team are back from last year. One of the big things that they had last year that they don't have this year, especially on the defensive side of the ball, in the past six, seven weeks, they ranked dead last. In the NFL in terms of defense across the board they had a lot of defensive linemen last year fresh legs they could rotate in between Cox between Jordan Davis these are the same group of guys Jalen Carter who are in there and they're gassed man they have no energy and the offense isn't doing anything to keep them off the field because they're going three and out every damn time they get up there so yeah it's just it's frustrating to watch it really is especially with all the talent that they have. I would not be surprised if Tampa beats them on Monday night. But again, if they win, they're not going anywhere. We're just keeping it real. The question will be who's going to be the head coach because I think Sirianni at that point is going to be pushed out.
3: Well, let me ask you about Saturday because I think we have two uh, pretty incredible games uh, for different reasons. I mean, you start off with Houston and Cleveland, the Joe Flacco stuff, Houston getting in the postseason with C.J. Stroud, and then we finish up with one of the worst weather games we could possibly have. They're saying it's going to be awful with Kansas City and Miami. What do you see happening in those two matchups?
0: So I like Cleveland over the Texans. D'Amico Ryans, what he's done in Houston this year, obviously coach of the year candidate behind Kevin Stefanski, of course. Uh, it's been impressive, to say the least. And C.J. Stroud has been as advertised. What a pick he was. What a, What a rookie season he has had. And throwing to some of those young guys over there, Houston is a good team. They're going to be a team that's going to be around for the next five to ten years. Yes. there's no doubt about it. But Cleveland, right now, and what Flacco's doing, you just you can't say enough about it. Obviously, the defense is stout. but the offensive line in Cleveland keeping Flacco up. And he's able to get rid of the ball quick, he gets it out of his hands fast. Like we talked about this yesterday with Tory Smith. There's a reason why Joe Flacco, I'm not going to dive too much into it, but there's a reason why Joe Flacco did not go to the Jets. You hear so much talk about, well, why didn't the Jets call? Flacco had that opportunity. He didn't want to go to the Jets because he knows their offensive line is horrible. It didn't matter if Aaron Rodgers was behind that line this year or Tom Brady. That line was horrendous, and whoever was back there was getting no time to throw the ball. Flacco handpicked Cleveland in terms of the way things played out. He knew that if he went in there, that they had a line to protect him. they had a run game, and they had a stellar defense that they could make a run that's exactly what Cleveland is doing right now. The weather with Kansas City and Miami, that's going to be one to watch because the the temps that our weather guy is talking about with that game are literally unbearable. So I can't imagine running around in that for 60 minutes. Uh, I like Kansas City just based off of experience. It's a shame. Miami, I like them earlier in the year, but they're just too banged up right now. And I don't think they're going to be able to overcome that on the road. Here
4: with uh, uh, Rick Ritter, WJZ. Rick, who has more pressure on them in this wild-card
0: round, the Chiefs or the Cowboys? Ooh, that's a good question. I'm going to go with the Cowboys just because of the note that they can't get it done in the postseason anymore. Mm-hmm. Jordan Love and the Packers are playing some good football. I'm not saying they're going to go into Dallas and win, but the pressure is there, and it's not just there for the team. I think it's there from Mike McCarthy as well because with the guys that are available now, Bill Belichick's one of those names that you're throwing out there. If you're McCarthy – and you don't get this done, and somehow you let this one slip away, you got to wonder what Jerry Jones is going to be doing in Dallas. Kansas City, they've been here before. I think, even with the lack of weapons that Mahomes has, which they will address in the offseason, you can bet you're behind on that. Uh, I think Kansas City, they just being at home with Andy Reid. They're good. They're used to this.
3: Yeah, wondering if Mahomes is going to have Auto next year if he hangs him up and goes off into the distance with Taylor. Um, The one game that we really didn't bring up, Rams-Lions, might be the best game of the weekend. I think it's the toughest one to pick. Uh, Your take on this matchup?
0: Love this game. To me, this is the game of the week, right here. It's not even a question. You get the storyline: Matt Stafford going back to Detroit, Jared Goff playing against his former team. Everybody hooting and hollering about the Lions, but let me tell you, I've been saying it for the past four weeks now. Really, after they came into Baltimore and took them into overtime, no one wants to play the Rams right now in the <laughs> NFC. Nobody, and I mean no one. You're so okay, right. like if you don't understand how good this offense is, Stafford is healthy, which is key for him at this time of the year. Puka and Cooper, maybe the best wide receiver duo in the league. Obviously, Waddle and Hill, they're up there as well. They can run the ball. Uh, They're a heck of a team, and you still got the defensive front with Donald getting pressure on them. The Lions are a great team, too. They're young, and and Dan Campbell, what he's done in just a couple of years there is beyond impressive. But it's all about getting hot at the right time. McVay, he has experience. He's been there before. Stafford's already won one. This team can go on a run. Let's not forget Kyron Williams. Who I said weeks back, and everybody kind of laughed, was going to be one of the top backs in the league this year. And now look at them; they can they can have their way on the offensive side of the ball. I expect this to be a shootout, and I like Rams over Lions. Maybe a last-second field goal; it's going to be a good one.
3: Yeah, it should be good. It Should be a good one. That's the one I'm least confident in because I, I could honestly see anything happening in that matchup.
0: You've got uh, yeah, that's the hardest one to take.
4: You've got a weekend off in terms of Ravens' playing, but do you have a weekend off in uh in terms of you uh, working?
0: No, look, we're going to be in there. We're still going to do a pregame show on Sunday, kind of just giving you a wrap-up of where things are after Saturday and potential scenarios for uh for the Ravens next week. We'll know by Sunday night, as you guys know, who they're going to be playing. They're going to put that out there before that Eagles-Bucks game, and then they'll just slide those guys in. So that's 11 o'clock at 11.30 on WJZ on Sunday. And then we're getting ready to ramp up coverage, man. we got this home game next week. We're expecting an AFC Championship game, which will be on CBS – So, we're going to have a lot going on. Also, too, next week at Jimmy Sifu with the Purple Playbook, Zay is taking a week off, and Dalvin Cook is Ah. coming in to host this Ah. show, which is cool. And I I will end with this. I know you guys got to go, but Dalvin Cook, I like what Harbaugh said. Not a decoy, okay? Jets offensive line, we touched on it. Horrible. This dude has fresh legs. He could be a problem in the postseason.
3: By the way, this is the first NFL playoffs without Peyton Manning or Tom Brady since 1998. Feel
2: weird?
0: Wow. Look at Jeremy digging up that stat. That's impressive, man. He dig it
3: up. It popped
0: up. <laughs> uh-huh. Well, as soon as they mentioned Peyton Manning, it, it dude, popped up, yeah. yeah. Are, you, are you two going to make it out of that room alive today, or are you guys going to kill each other? <laughs> well,
3: we've been having some fun in the commercial breaks, mainly just busting chops and making fun of one another. Yeah. Thanks, thanks shirts, on, pe- shirts on or shirts
4: off today? What do you want, Rob? No, nah, keep, keep okay. yours going. What do
1: you want,
4: Man, <laughs> have a good weekend. Make it a family, my love.
0: <laughs> hey, I will. I appreciate it. Right back at you guys. Be safe, all right? You do. See you, man. <laughs>
4: Joe has the encore. You don't want to miss it. Find out what we learned today. I learned those. I learned something about one of our coworkers who was on today right here on the fan. Bill Belichick parting ways. I didn't pick all those things that happened in the same, same 24, 36 hours. Well, I'm
3: just sitting here trying to think of the last time that Alabama is probably this pissed off, man. State of
4: Alabama, yeah. Let me think. Maybe the time they took the signs off the water fountains. For that
2: about to say
3: hmm. early, yeah. early to mid sixties. Yeah, it probably
4: <laughs> then when you had to Did get live with me. George <laughs> Wallace was around. Yeah, that's probably probably about it. Probably equals this anger right now.
3: Hmm. <laughs> Did he say that they <laughs> haven't been this angry since they took the signs <laughs> off the water fountains? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my me. And, and that was gotta, uh <laughs> We got to
4: do playoff picks. <laughs> oh, man, probably probably equal to anger. Mm. You know some angry folks down there back then. Boy, that boy sure is stupid.
3: Yeah, he can run. <laughs> yeah, I bet. Run, forest. <laughs> <laughs> you know his password? One forest One? Anyway, hey,
4: the... <laughs>
3: oh! That's why I didn't use that one at the end of the
4: show ever. is so bad. One forest One. <laughs>
3: I just literally said to Rob, not thinking that you were going to bring it back for the encore, I said, that joke, the Alabama joke, rivals the soup kitchen one, where they asked the lady at the soup kitchen, Honey, do you serve crackers? And she says, Honey, we serve everybody. Like... <laughs> It's one where you go, damn, that's awful. But yep, yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're probably right.
4: Anyway. That was good. That was a good one.
3: Oh, man. So, like, which game do you want to see the most this weekend? Because you taught, like, Monday night's a good one with Tampa, Philly. I think Houston and Cleveland's a good game. That's easy for me. It's is not it, even. Is it the Rams and me. Lions? Mm-mm. No?
4: Mm-mm. Who is it? It's the uh, Dolphins and Chiefs. Really? You I think that's going to be ex- a second game. I do. I don't think it's going to be high scoring, but I think it's going to be an exciting game. You're going to watch that in a blanket? Like, whew, that's it's going to be chilly.
3: I think if you've ever played in conditions like that, the, the coldest I ever played was in freezing rain. And it was so cold, but you're soaked. How to cold toe. was it? It was freezing rain. That's how cold it was. <laughs> it was so cold. I don't, so cold. <laughs> yeah. I don't No, but like you hit the ground. There was water on the ground. Um, and it was like so freaking cold, but you're drenched from head to toe and you can't get out of it. So yeah, I don't like that. Yeah. I don't like that. I don't mind the snow, but I used to like the hair on my arms would freeze because I don't wear long sleeves. Zeke Elliott said last week, I always wanted to play in a snow game. And then then after the game, he's like, yeah, it kind of sucked. I didn't really (laughs) like that. That's what people like. People talk about watching. If you're watching from home, it's fun. You get to see all the angles and the different things. But is it really that fun? Like I'd rather watch a game indoors where the finals, whatever, twenty-eight, twenty-four. I'd yeah. rather watch that game if it's intriguing than a sixteen
4: thirteen snow game. That's just me though. Oh see, you know, you asked me with my what is it? Am I gonna watch it with a blanket? I don't have to because I'm not out there. I'm not playing. So I'm good. I'm still gonna wear a blanket. I, just cause you like wearing blankets. Snuggy. Yeah. I'm getting so my snuggy. Now well, it's time for you to find out what we learned today. What you learned? No, oh, I'll tell you what I learned today. I learned that we have some very generous people here. Yes. Melissa Kim found out about the uh, the bull and, and shrimp feast that we're having tomorrow. Benefits uh, high school student athletes. Uh, myself, Jonathan Sleahagan, is for uh, uh, fish and his organization for his, his dad fish. My organization, Gateway Basketball Incorporated, we always combine for this one. Melissa Kim, uh, Venmo me a very generous donation for I it. She can't what, make it, but she still donated.
3: I wonder what you told her because you told me this was a benefit for single moms to help them get their girls into that school. Is it the same thing? No. Oh, it's different. No, no. no this is
4: serious. This is, this is this <laughs> see. You... <laughs> no.
3: No. No, it is. It's a great fundraiser, uh, and you know we talked about. Fish and what he's... Oh, he's awesome. You know, just awesome guy, Uh, you know, in, in, in his memory doing all this. I think it's pretty cool. Right. Uh Today is also National Curry Chicken Day. You like curry chicken? I love curry. My wife made some uh, Thai curry the other night. So damn good. It's good. It's Isn't very it?
4: good. Today is also National Kiss a Ginger Day. So I'm going to come back and uh, wait for Ken Wyman. Where are you going to kiss him? Uh, well, his pick... <laughs> It's It's your day. (laughs) It's your day, Ginger. What's your? uh, What did you learn
3: today? Yeah, I guess I'll start us off with a Mitch Hedberg. I like escalators. This is my favorite Mitch Hedberg quote, by the way. I like escalators because an escalator can never break. It can only become stairs. You didn't like that one? See, that's one of my my favorite ones from him, and you didn't like it. We were out uh, going for a jog. One of my buddies collapsed, and I said, do we have a doctor here? And the guy said, yeah, I'm a doctor. I said, what's your specialty? I'm a doctor in mathematics. I said, my friend's dying. He said, minus one. (laughs) Did you guys hear about the poker player who broke his arm? He had a hard time dealing with it. (laughs) My farmer friend said he used his government grant aid to buy baby chickens. (laughs) He got the money for nothing and the chicks for free. (laughs) <laughs> you have it. to know the song These, la- these last two you weeks You have to songs. know the song I, accident- <laughs> I accidentally took my cat's meds last night Don't ask me how.
5: <laughs>
3: and Joe No matter what anyone tells you I had a happy childhood My dad used to put me in tires And roll me down hills Those were good years <laughs> <laughs>
4: so dumb. (laughs) Remembering Dr. Martin Luther King, Monday's Martin Luther King Day. Just, uh, you know, if you don't know a lot about him, some of the younger people may not. You know, I don't know what they teach in school now. Just look him up. Great man. Great man. Told the story. My
3: my son Peyton was born on MLK Day. It was January 21st, 22 years ago now. Jeez, 22. Yeah. And got in a car accident on the way to go uh, see the birth. I raced to the hospital and he was born 14 hours later. On (laughs) MLK Day, they actually stopped the
4: parade for me, so I can get through. Vinny and Haiti, up next. Have yourselves a safe and wonderful
1: weekend. Okay, picture this: it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper, the better